0: Well, hello, beautiful Friday here in the Berg, Mother's Day weekend on the horizon. But obviously, we are going to talk Steelers schedule release, which popped last night. Um, Let's just get this out of the way. The preseason is at Bucks, home versus the Bills, at Falcons. Um, Real quick note on that, it'd be so much different quarterback wise than it was last year. I mean, you think last year, Mason Rudolph needed some snaps. You drafted a first-round quarterback that you wanted to get as much action as possible but didn't plan on starting right away, and you wanted to get Trubisky ready for week one. So now, do you save Pickett through the preseason a little bit? I mean, I'm, I know he'll play some. Will it be heavy Trubisky? You kind of know what you got in him. Does he need a ton of reps? Probably not. Are you going to play quarterback to be named later or Morgan, who they signed a ton through the preseason? Just a side note. We'll bring that up, obviously, much closer to that. But that was what I thought about with these – uh, three preseason games. Um, the reason there's two on the road and one at home is because the AFC this year gets the extra home game during the regular season, which we'll address here. Overall, the regular season schedule I think is excellent. And the they have the 11th easiest in terms using Vegas win totals in terms of just the teams they play. But we knew that going into things. So a couple things I always look for with schedules before, Knowing when they're going to pop, you know, but the day before the day of the release show and all those type of things, are are you playing hot weather teams in September, especially the first two weeks of the year? Are you traveling to Miami, going to Arizona? Well, they don't have any of that. You know, I mean, they go to Houston in Week Four, but I was told that in extreme heat situations. They put, the, they put the the uh, the dome up so the sun's just not beating down on you. And by week four, all these guys have played 60 snaps, 70 snaps a game. You know, you're not going to play Cam Hayward or any of, the, you know, Watt, Minka, any of those dudes early in the season. So, no matter who you are, there's going to be fatigue early in the year. That's why I bring up those hot weather games as well as playing in Denver. You do not want to play Denver in the altitude in September. They have a tremendous win-loss record to start the year. Going back since the Denver Broncos existed. So none of that stuff really applies to the Steelers. Uh, I also, also look at the bye week. It's week six. I'll be honest. I would rather it was later. You know, it's, you know, I just think the, I'm not picking on Cam Hayward. I keep bringing him up, but some of the older dudes, the Cam Haywards of the world that every team have would probably rather have a late, uh, later, later bye week. Um, another thing to look at, of course, is the primetime games. They host the, the Browns in week two. We'll go through all these games, but they, they host the Browns in week two. Um, Steelers schedule on primetime is phenomenal, especially at home on Monday night. So that is huge. They host two Thursday night games, week nine versus the Titans versus week 14 versus the Patriots. That's awesome for the Steelers. The fact that they're both at home. You don't love that you have two Thursday games. There's no, there's just no way around that. But I think the biggest disadvantage in the in the NFL scheduling is being a road team after road team on a super short week. I, you know, the, the Thursday on the road is just awful to me. Tennessee the week before they come here, they host a home game where New England, before they come to Pittsburgh, they also host a game. So I just wanted to make sure that the opponents didn't have a long week before the Thursday road game, which I wish the NFL would do more of. Side note, if you're going to go short game on the road, shouldn't that come off your buy? I think that would be easier to structure than they make it happen, but that's a side note. So, you're hosting two Thursday night games with an opponent that basically gets one practice to prepare for you, and has to travel here. And it's not short, short travel. You know, I mean, those are those aren't you know, it's the Titans and Patriots. I mean, that's a flight. Um, you also have yeah. So of your prime games, you know, you play eight fifteen start against the Patriots, and eight fifteen start against the Titans, and eight twenty start at the Raiders Sunday night. And an eight fifteen start on Monday night against the Browns. So, of those prime games, three are at home, you know. So, you got to love that. Not to mention Steelers night standalone games have been pretty darn successful of late, especially under Coach Tomlin. Um, so, let's go game by game here. I, I loved getting the Niners week one. So, you look at the schedule. First of all, there aren't, you know, there's a lot of, questionable quarterback situations they're facing, Lamar and Burrow and Lawrence, and who knows about Watson, are really the only high-end quarterbacks I see on this. And with all respect to Burrow and Lamar, who are awesome, you've played against them a lot. So, I do think there's a divisional factor that helps you as well, especially with Lamar. He's so unique. But back to quarterbacks, I think the earlier you can play the Niners, the better. Because... As it stands in the middle of May, nobody, including them, knows who their opening day starter is. Purdy is returning from injury. So is Lance. Darnold could be in the mix. Lance is further along than Darnold or Lynn, than Purdy, but they want Purdy to be the starter. It could be a case. I know there are different circumstances, but remember last year, Burrow was coming off the appendectomy. It could be a case where Brock Purdy's the week one starter, but hasn't played a snap since his injury, you know, or, you know, didn't play one preseason snap. Or you're throwing Sam Darnold in the mix, which you'd much rather see. I'm not a big Purdy believer, but they are. Or Lance, who's very, you know, how do they handle their quarterback reps? So the Niners are always gonna be a tough game. They're a great defense. They're well, well coached, especially on offense. Both sides of the ball, really. But the earlier you get them, the better, and you're getting them as early as possible, which I love. One other thing I meant to mention before, too, is I keep harping on this on these podcasts, is of the 32 teams, 16 of them, half, have a new offensive play caller. I think you'd rather play those teams early as well. There's going to be some growing pains. There's going to be some, you know, feeling out, learning about the team, But unfortunately, Niners, Browns, Raiders are not any of those, you know, but the next two are week four and five Texans and Ravens will both have new play callers. By then, maybe they have things figured out. Who knows? I mean, that's really looking ahead, but I would like to play new play callers early as well. Steelers didn't get that advantage. Now, they host the Browns on Monday night after that Niners game, which there's some things there I don't like. First of all, while I do like that you're, get you a know, division game at home on Monday night because the Steelers win those games. I'm not saying they're going to win every one of them, but they win those games. I mean, your history shows that. But I don't love getting that. If you're going to have a Monday night game, I don't think you need the rest that you have all that rest, all that rest, you play the Niners, and then you get the long week. Like, I don't really need it now. I'd rather have it in week 12, you know what I mean? So that extra day rest that you get for hosting the Monday night game, I don't think does you as much good early, early in the season as it does late. And then you have to go on the road after a Monday nighter, which I don't like either, you know, when you play at the Raiders. So I don't love that aspect of it. And while we're talking about the Raiders, as, as mentioned, they had – the Steelers have nine home games out of 17. But at Raiders, maybe at Texans, certainly at Rams, and maybe at Colts all the way in week 15 if their season has gone down the toilet, which I think the Colts are better than people think. Why do I bring those games up? I think there's a chance that this, the crowd is – 50% plus of you guys, of Steeler fans, you know, at Raiders, at Texans. I mean, there might be enough buzz in Houston right now about the two new guys that they're, they're selling tickets, but it wouldn't be hard for you guys to infiltrate that game. At Rams is an easy one. And but what were the other ones there? At Colts. It's an easy drive for you guys. And by then they might be well out of the playoffs. Who knows? So in terms of, playing in front of Steeler Nation, Pittsburgh should be set up very, very well with that. Um, So at Raiders, I think they're one of the worst teams in the league, but I don't love short week cross country road trip, even if it's all black and gold. So you don't love that. And then you got another semi long road trip at Texans. But I also think those are two of the absolute worst teams in the AFC. And then you host the Ravens here. So Going into the bye week six, I think four and one is attainable. I would probably bet today that they will be three and two. I mean, you could lose the Niners. You can lose anybody, but I'd be shocked if they lose to the Browns just because it's Monday night and all the history I talked about. Ravens here will be a big one. Last nugget about the division. These, As I mentioned, the Steelers have the 11th easiest schedule. The Browns and Bengals aren't far behind. But the Steelers have the easiest schedule right now in the in the division. The Ravens are noticeably behind. But I also think the way this division sets up, I don't know that anyone's going to go six and zero in the division. I don't know if anyone's going to go five and one in the division. You know, I mean, if you can, if the Steelers are three and three in this division, they're in pretty good shape. You know, so I, I don't think that's a huge deal. So we've reached the bye the portion of the segment. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. So, you come out of the bye, travel to L.A., I would assume very refreshed, which I think is against a terrible Rams team, especially their defense. Nice. Then you come home, and you start a crazy stretch here of home versus Jags, short week home versus Titans on Thursday night, long week home versus Packers, at Browns, at Bengals, home versus Cardinals. Cardinals home versus Patriots on another short week. So from week eight all the way through week 14, you're either at home or taking a very short flight to Cincy or a bus ride to Cleveland. I mean, that's staying close to home for a long stretch and players will appreciate that a great deal. Small note during that time, and who's to say? I mean, I'm getting way ahead of myself. But at Browns, at Bengals in week 11 and 12, you hope that Watt doesn't have a twisted ankle and misses three games and there, there's a two of them. You know what I mean? Like, there's two really important road division games back to back. You hope that you're as close to you know 100% as possible, you know, that Kenny's got a a wrist or something and can't play those two weeks. So, you know, th- those kind of things that could happen just in short stints throughout the season. You hope it doesn't happen then, but then you come home and should whip up on the Cardinals. Uh, again, then you host the Patriots on a short week. You don't like two short weeks, but they're both at home. I think that's masterful. in in terms of super short weeks, these Thursday night games at the Colts worries me a little. Again, I think they're gonna be better than people think. I think they can compete for that division but, you know, we'll talk quarterbacks here in a second. I mean, that's yet another rookie quarterback, which is a huge unknown. And then they finish the, the season difficult, to be very honest. I mean, you host the Bengals, but that's a standalone Saturday game. But that's a short week after a road trip. Not that going to go into indies really difficult. And you guys could make a quick five-hour trip and do that. But you, you do have a really important Bengal game with one less day rest, but it's at home. But then you get an extra day for the road trip to Seattle, which is always difficult. You're going to get weather. mean, you know, Playing in Seattle is really difficult no matter what. I would think that their season is still quite relevant at that point. But who knows? I mean, that's a lot of faith in Geno Smith that I don't quite have. And then you finish at the Ravens, which is brutal. But how often is Lamar playing in December anymore? Pretty rare, you know, and uh, they are treated lately a very banged up team. Will will that continue? I don't know the answer to that. Who's to say? But these are the quarterbacks you're likely going to face. And, of course, it won't go this way because guys get hurt. And as I tell you all the time, 69 different players started a quarterback last year. So, but you talked about Niners. Who knows what you're going to get? You're going to get Watson. For better or worse, he might be back to being a great player. He might be the player from last year. Who knows? You're going to get Jimmy. Not super scary. You're going to get CJ Stroud. I and mean, again, these are assuming everybody stays healthy, which won't happen. A rookie. Then you get Lamar tough by Stafford question mark, question mark. He's still not healthy. I'm surprised he didn't retire to be very honest with you. I mean, so that might be Stetson Bennett. Maybe then you get Lawrence here. Not easy by week. Nine. Tennessee's season could be two and six, you know, let's turn to Levis. Maybe that's a little early to think that, but I don't think that's crazy talk. They may have also traded Derrick Henry at the trade deadline or something like that as well. I think Tennessee's in for a really long year as well. Um, then you get the Packers, which will be Jordan Love, but that's a hard one to say. Oh, no, I'm scared of Jordan Love. I, I think he'll, he'll play fine. Again, you get the Browns and the Bengals. Cardinals at 13, like I think you at week 13, I think you'd look at that one and say, well, Kyler will be back by then. And that's probably true. But as it stands right now, the Cardinals, I think, are the odds on favor to, to get the first pick overall in the draft. And it might get to the point where we're 1-10. Why would we bring Kyler Murray back at all? You know, I think that could be the season you see with Arizona, that they they may already be. Not necessarily tanking, but shot and just playing rookies and young guys. Why bring Kyler back for the last five games of the year to win one more game than you would have? Then you probably get Mac Jones. He's fine. I mean, Kenny can certainly do with Mac Jones. Talked about Richardson. And then you finish up with Burrow, Gino, and Lamar. So again, top 10 quarterbacks. Lawrence should be in my top 10. Lamar and Burrow are absolutely in my top 10. That's five games. I don't think Watson would make my top 10 right this minute, but of course he's a wild card. So overall, this isn't bad. I mean, didn't think it would be knowing the teams they play and where they play them, but overall, this schedule sets up pretty well. So much better than it has in recent years at this time. So good stuff. Everyone have a great weekend. Uh, Give your mother a hug. Mother's day, all that good stuff over and out.